Hello everybody, welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony, and joined with me today are the other three characters in my sitcom. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with Pause for Laugh Track, Jared. <laughs> We're actually uh, Armos checking in. Um, I gotta say, my favorite sitcom character... <sighs> it's gonna be... Oh, man, it's tough. It's a tough one, but the one don't that comes mine. to mind right away is uh troy from community oh um, yes <laughs> Dave, donald glover is easily troy and i've been in the morning yeah is <laughs> easily one of my favorites uh, ever like i love his music i love his comedy all this stuff Go watch the DD episode of community it's amazing oh yeah really <laughs> yeah. good and i'm dan by the way i play your tiny little swarm keeper ranger and I would be the Charlie of this sitcom. Charlie Day, specifically from Always Sunny. There's a character in one of our episodes that's kind of based off of Charlie Day. If you haven't listened to Alpha Beaker Phi, go listen to it. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I just made the connection, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, hey guys. Whoa, it's crazy. I think uh, we should uh, go uh, do the uh, tournament. Yeah. Oh, Wild card. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> loosely, loosely. What about you, Alec? Uh, yeah, my name is Alec, and as of right now, I play Drell of the Ashborn. Uh, and my favorite sitcom character, I think it has to be Gus from Psych. Um, oh, nice. my God. These are the best three characters ever. Gus from Psych. I mean, Sean's great, too, but he's oh. like, come on, son. Oh, come yeah. on, son. Love it. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick one, mine, I don't know if you guys ever watched Blue Mountain State, but mine would have to be Sammy yeah. Cacciatore, the mascot. He, oh, he's just so funny. This is yeah. one of my favorite starting <laughs> things ever. These are all great. If you haven't watched Blue Mountain State, amazing show. Highly Dude, you bring that up a lot. I've never seen so it. So funny. It's so funny. And I hate sports. It's a football show. So just like, it's just to give it's you. a tough sell for me. Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> You know the deal. Before we roll for the recap, we're going to go ahead and do the rundown. And today's rundown is brought to you by moi. And what I'm running down today is, guys, first, I want to thank you for reviewing us on the podcasting app of your choice. We've been getting a lot of reviews on there, a lot of five-star reviews. Um, it's truly a blessing. Thank you so much. It's helping us out tremendously. Um, and we hit some personal goals. Like, we recently broke 100 reviews on Spotify, and it's just climbing up. Uh, if you have not reviewed the show, um, I'm not putting a gun to your head, but do it. Otherwise, this kitten is going to get it. You understand? Review the show. All right. And if you're listening on any other platform like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, whatever ones, we're available on all of them. Please go ahead and give us a review. It's free for you and it means everything to us. And now we're going to go ahead and roll for the recap. Tony, why is why is episode 60 banned in my country? <laughs> 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 we'll bleep that out. We'll bleep that out. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and roll for the recap. And in case you've been living under a rock or just been ignoring these parts, uh, it's where I roll a giant eaten by my rabbits, uh, a giant eaten foam D4, where I am number one, Alec is number two, J uh, Dan is number three, I and number three, and Jared is number four. So I'm going to go ahead and roll it, and we're going to see. Number who three, my lord. Number three. Do the recap. Whoop. <laughs> Okay, uh -oh. Tony. That's not, that looked like some some white on the top there. It was it looked like the two. 
What, you don't think I rolled it enough? You need to just bring a little plastic bin down. Fine, fine. You want me to do a plastic bin? Wait, no. No, I mean, that, that was that fine. That one was fine. <laughs> I don't know what I rolled on. Oh, you I just grabbed it? Yeah, I just grabbed uh, it. <laughs> I, the... I, I saw white on the, the top, so that means the side uh, the bunny bunny ate. I know my sides. Here we go. Look, giant dice tray. Here it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, are we going to run in the same... Issue? It's in a bin, not a flat surface. Yeah, it's the same issue. Oh my goodness, this is rigged! It's rigged! <laughs> now you know how it feels. Uh, <laughs> it is four, so Jerry's gonna go okay. and give us the recap. Should be an easier one, bud. Here we go. Uh, so, Drill spoke to a dragon in a dream state. That was crazy. Minus ate a pepper, and then he was breathing fire like a dragon. Armos then uh, consumed the blood ore vein. Go, Armos. Uh, <laughs> the next thing that happened, the Revenger uh, kind of appeared, but there was this like tiefling guy that was up in a tower shooting arrows at Armos, and he did not like that. So what ended up happening is that in a total boss move, he decided to turn into an owl from a potion that he got mm, so many episodes ago. Flew up there and went toe-to-toe -to -toe with this guy. And the first thing Armos did was uh, get shot. But after that, after that, then he was like, hey, you know what? It would be great if you didn't exist and then turned him into a frog. So kind of existed, but, you know, whatever. And then he spent the whole time trying to catch the guy. It was a mess. It was cool for a moment. Anyways, then uh, Minus came to help, and then by the time he came up the stairs that took forever, we realized Drell's in uh, a heap of trouble down below with the Revenger. Okay, so now Minus has to go back down the stairs that he just spent so many turns coming up it just to get to Drell, hoping that we can save our buddy. And that's where we're going to start the episode. Hit it, Bart! Bart, please, Drell. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Oh my god, start with like the dust settles, and then all of a sudden you see Drell standing there. <laughs> hey, thanks for bringing the episode in, Jared. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I'm so excited to see this. <laughs> Fellas, boils, welcome to session 60, but we're going to begin on a somber <laughs> note, very sad note, as Drell in dragon rat form was going face to face after Minus and Armos have run up the tower to face some unknown threat. As Frog Croaks ribbit into the Shadowfell air, the Revenger has dealt a very deadly blow to Drell, effectively knocking him out of his rat dragon. Cursed transformation. Drop below zero HP. Drell will now need to make some death saving throws. Drell, as you fall from that fatal punch from the Revenger, you find yourself laying on cold cobblestone floor. You open your eyes 
and you are no longer in Shadowfell in the courtyard, you see a blood red sky, dark maroon clouds and a blue tealish moon in the sky swirling with this mysterious energy. You feel a harsh wind blow through you as you stand up to find yourself on top of a pedestal tower over a blood red ocean. In the center of the pedestal is this bowl filled with blood in the shape of a well. There is a well beneath you. You're not almost. Any thoughts? <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh, damn. Get the feeling like someone's in my house right now. <laughs> uh, I think it's just like, um, what the actual fuck? Uh, is this? Is this where Armos is from? Is this his home? Does he sleep up here? <laughs> As you gaze around, you do see this dark silhouette of a mysterious castle way in the distance, void of features, but you do see this partial bridge built going towards it. And then you hear somewhat of a deep, echoey, yet familiar voice. Hey, Joe, how's it going? And you look over to the side, and there is a massive demon covered in shadow, and all you can see is giant red eyes as he does not have any defining features, but you see seven wings flexing. Yeah, <sighs> uh, thanks for signing that book, by the way. In a gasp of air, you pop back up with one hit point as you sign the tome <laughs> that Armos gave you. Armos, can you give me some details on that tome that you made your companion yeah. sign? Yes, I can. I'm a looking. Oh, here it is. Gift of the Protectors. Mm. With your permission, the creatures, uh, a creature can use its action to write its name uh, on a page that contain up to four names. When any creature whose name is on the page, hit points are reduced to zero, but not killed outright, the creature may, uh, creature will magically drop to one hit point instead. Once this magic is triggered, the creature can benefit from it until you finish a long rest. Can No no creature can benefit it until you finish a long rest. Oh, so mm. only one of us can use it per day. Mm-hmm. Oh. Dibs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Drell, you wake up in this courtyard with the Revenger towering over you. However, he is not facing you. You see him in this stance as... He th just recently threw the sword through the balcony and it crashed through the bottom uh, th straight through. We are going to go into initiative four, which is Armos. Where's that what frog? <laughs> Armos, we take, we zoom back all the way up to the tower as this giant great sword that the Revenger threw came through the bottom of the balcony and managed to hit you as you did take some damage from it as you step back you step closer towards the main room as you see the frog is now hopping away from this you. thing almost as you chase this frog the frog exits the balcony and goes into the room it's attached to you follow into it and in this room is a it looks like a small temple. The floor is dark marble stone. There are columns of the same dark marble stone holding up the room. There are brazers of flames, but they are all green in between each of the columns illuminating the room. There are books along the walls and in the center of the room is a long, elegant wooden table that looks like not from Shadowfell, filled with papers, 
maps, and letters. In a f across from you in the room, there is a green flame-lit fireplace that helps illuminate the room. And in the ceiling, there is stained glass right under the giant moon of Shadowfell that reflects down this very creepy reflection into the room. On the opposite end, in the north to your right, which seems to be the focal point, is a bright green portal in between two banners of the red dawn. Ooh. The portal is swirling. You cannot see through it, but it is very much active. Interesting. The frog is about 15 feet away from you as it is hopping into the room. What are you doing? Getting that frog. I got to catch it. Okay, I mean, Ribbit, what do you, how do you want to get, hey, you try to pull a fast one, Armos, I don't know if you've ever dealt with a frog before, but, I mean. Alright, um. You think I think you could get him. Yeah, so I'm gonna, he's only a few feet away from me, right? He's about, you yeah, he's 10 feet away from you, 10, 15 feet away from me, yeah. Okay, so I run up to the frog, and, uh, what is it, grab? Is, do I have to? You want to make a grapple check against <laughs> the frog? Go ahead okay. and make me. A strength check as it's going to oh, make God. a dexterity saving okay, throw against you. Go. I use my actual strength to roll this. Yes. And I have to beat a what? His contested dexterity check. It's gonna take forever. Well, could he use uh strength or slide of hand? No, this is a this is a grapple check. You were trying to catch a frog. Oh. Uh, yeah. I can't use dexterity at all. No. I have to use strength. Uh okay. Here we go. Well, to catch a frog? That would definitely be dexterity, right? How would that not be dexterity? Well, when you put it in that sarcastic tone, I, th I'm I guess sorry. you're right. I, mean, I guess you. I guess you are right. I didn't yeah, mean to be a dick about, about it. it. No, when you when you when you say it like an asshole, it, it does put things into perspective. Yeah, you can use dexterity if you'd like. Yeah, he's like any fucking smart DM would realize that that's clearly dexterity. I am limited by my own mental barrier. Yeah, absolutely. Can I charisma him into? <laughs> Let me let me talk him down. Oh God! <laughs> I have a better chance at charisma than I do with this. Uh, yes, because it's a frog, I will let you use dexterity to catch this slimy, slippery little thing. What'd you, what'd you get? I got a seven, but Ooh. I might just use an inspiration dice. Wait, do you not add anything to dex? No. <laughs> It's better than my strength. You don't add anything to strength? I have negatives to strength. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, if you would like to use your inspiration die, now's the time. Roll number two. I definitely would, because <laughs> I'm worried about Drell. Okay, <laughs> Dark One's Blessing. Dark oh One's Blessing. <laughs> what'd you roll? Wait, what'd you roll? What'd you roll? A three. A three. <laughs> so you have a seven, at least. Okay, it, I add a d10. To my roll. Okay. So I just roll one d10. So I add four to it. There you go. He got a 13. Oh my. <laughs> That's the most he can roll. <laughs> as you go to. Damn it. <laughs> as you go to catch Frogs this next. frog. Yeah, they're very good eggs. <laughs> uh, as you go to catch. As you go to leap at this frog, this frog's leap is much greater than yours and it slides out of your way. Oh, come on. Almost. Did you don't play sports or anything when you were young, almost. Come on, man. What is it? He's a frog. What else can you do on your turn? That was your action, oh by the way. Oh my god, I could burn the place down. That would be great. Um, 
can I look around the room? I, I don't want to like I don't want to do anything. I just want to see is there anything else in the room? At a glance, there is a lot to see in this room. There is a giant portal on the wall between two yeah, yeah. red dawn banners. There are chests, there are papers, books, there are bookcases along the wall. There's a massive fireplace, and there is a okay. door where it looks like you can walk into. This looks like a war room. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. I was just just curious. We're gonna move to initiative 20, which is the frog ribbit. And he is going to use an action. Uh, standing leap. The frog's long jump is up to 10 feet and is as high up to oh five feet and is without running. So he's going to make ribbit and he's going to jump 10 feet and he is going to move pretty slowly because he can't really move that much. He's gonna move 20 feet further into the room towards the table, away from you. We're gonna move to initiative 19. My window's too high. <laughs> and I use my dash action to get to the top, hopefully. We left you uh, climbing this tall tower to where Armos is. Using your dash action, you climb the <laughs> remainder and you are now on the final floor of this tower. The spiral staircase leads you up to a single yet well-enforced steel door with the rest of your movement opening <laughs> i see a frog <laughs> welcome to the shit show <laughs> you open the steel door and at your feet you are greeted with this beautiful red carpet that leads to a long table filled with papers maps and books the room is rather long and the tables in between six black marble columns and in between each of these columns are green flame lit braziers uh to your left there is a massive fireplace with another also lit with a giant green flame and to your right is where the balcony was where the figure was shooting arrows and you see a very confused armos Next to the table, you see a frog. And just beyond the frog is a giant green portal in between two red dawn banners. I look quizzically at the frog and I do see Armos to my right. Armos, what's happening? Get the frog. <laughs> Don't hurry up and grab Got it. it. The guy turned himself into a frog. <laughs> nah, and that ends my turn. <laughs> oh wait, hockey attacks the thing if he, it can. Oh yes, it absolutely can. Go ahead and roll the hit for hockey. And as a reminder, Menace has a hawk companion being ridden by Sid that he summoned in the last session attacking. 16. That is going to miss as it swats the hawk out of the way. We're going to move to initiative 13, Drell. Oh, as air returns into your Goliath lungs. Oh, fuck. You look around and you are bruised as you were before. Bloodier, even. You are not wearing any clothes. You are naked. Oh. Lying on the floor above you is the Iron Knight facing away from you looking at the large tower where it just threw its sword. Okay, um, well then, I am clearly not gonna say my smart ass remark to it, uh, <laughs> if it thinks I'm down. Uh, so I, first off, I'm gonna second wind, <laughs> just gaining as much HP as I fucking can. Um, so that's one D10 plus eight HP. Uh, so that's gonna be, oh fuck yes. Oh my gosh, uh, that's 17. HP additional back. Um, and then what does the surrounding area look like? 
And how big are those windows that Menace is talking about? <laughs> they are small windows. Um, they're not meant to really be looked out of, just to provide light for people traveling up uh, stairs. Mm, okay, so the, okay. the your surrounding area is a barracks courtyard. There, you're currently laying on dirt with very dead patches of grass all around you. Uh, you look to your right. There are tents in the corner. There's another tower that you can climb up adjacent from the one that Minus went to. When you look to your south, you see two giant barn doors next to a main gate. Behind you are some practice target dummies, and you see like some very crude weapons laying on the floor. And then ahead of you, next to the entrance where Minus ran into, there is another building next to it. That looks more okay. like a like a house rather than a tower. Okay, so I want to do this. I want to look for the best looking, even though you said it was crude, the best looking weapon, pick it up, and then use my movement to run through there. And then I want to try to see if I can hide at the end of my turn. So I want to like start making my way south. But on the way, I want to try to grab something, pick it up, and then hide at the end. In your current position, there's nothing for you to really hide behind. You're just too large for like these practice dummies. Yeah. Okay. So I'll run past all the like the training area, grab a weapon, and then try to make my way south. Like staying out of the line of sight of the, uh, the Revenger. Go ahead and make me a stealth check as you try to slip okay. past them. And would you say that I still have my bandana on. No, you are naked. <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna kill him. Um, okay, so the stealth check is going to be a nat fucking 20. Wow. Oh, wow. I needed that. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because what are the odds that he rolled a nat fucking one? Oh. <laughs> wow. That's amazing, man. Why uh, is he rolled a nat one? He rolled a nat one on his perception check. You slip past him as he thinks... Currently, the Iron Knight currently thinks that you may be down for the count. You managed to pick up a crude short sword. It doesn't look like it's in the best condition, but it could probably be used for a fight or two. Okay. <laughs> as your glutes flap, as you are now running. No, they don't flap. flap. It's, salt, it's rock. It's rock. As your glutes glisten brilliantly as you run through the shadowy night, past the Revenger, past the target dummies. Heading south to these giant barn doors. We're going to go to initiative 10. The knight regains its composure and begins to look around, but does not see you. When it looks back in your direction, it becomes alert and starts to look around as it's trying to look for you. And as it's getting ready to move, you see that it's about to look in your direction. Now, you are not being hidden by anything. You were just managed to slip past it without taking an attack of opportunity. And as you look back, sure enough, you think um, you think it sees you. <laughs> and as it goes to make a step towards you. One second. I just want to see if it hits. Amazing. With a 23, a massive cracked boulder comes flying through the front door. Hits the back of the Revenger. The Revenger turns to the front gate and standing there with a massive club is Sully and Berthy. As the giant threw a massive rock through the front door. Fallen. Help oh, fallen. Jesus. <laughs> God damn it. As Berthy and Sully run into the fight. 
And Barely goes, Drill, what we you close, man? What happened to you? And as they run in, um, that was Sully's attack. And then we're gonna go to Berthy. Berthy has a little dagger in one hand and a tiny crossbow in the other, very shakily, and he's going to shoot his crossbow at the Revenger. Wow, with a 23 to hit. Whew. And he maxed out that damage, but it's going to be halved. Um, he's going to deal five points of damage to the Revenger as it gets right under his armor. He's going to take 12 points from the Giant Rock. We are going to go to initiative four, Armos. I'm sick and tired of this uh, frog. <laughs> um, I'm going to use a magic hand to grab the frog. Magic hand can carry up to 10 pounds. Yeah. I believe mage hand still needs to make a check to grab it. Yeah, though. I'm sure it does. Yeah. But I'm going to just, you know, try that first before moving and seeing what so use your spellcasting modifier as you're trying to hit the frog with your mage hand to try to grab it as it is going to be a contested check i believe that's the ruling uh no actually a lie it will be sleight of hand oh, shit. <laughs> hey a 15. Ooh, and the froggy leap to a five Ooh, as the mage hand <laughs> scoops him up grabs it and the frog goes and it, the mage hand brings the frog to you and yes. Reza goes that's a good job but he thinks you can you think you can trick us <laughs> not, not today bud all right um looking around uh i haven't moved yet so i'm gonna hold on to the frog with my mage hand uh or just take it in my actual hand after after that Okay. Um, looking around the room, you said that there was a chest somewhere in the room. I'm going to walk to the chest, clear it out, and put the frog in it and lock the er, and like keep the chest closed if it's unlocked. That's my plan. Walk over to the chest, and it is locked. I'm in here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you go to the chest and it is locked. It does ah. need a key to be opened or another method of unlocking a lock chest. Ah. Mm -hmm. Since I I only have like limited mo movement, so that would have been yes. my turn going to the to the chest. So yeah, you walk over to the chest and as you try to open it, it is locked. And the frog okay. goes. Rubber, 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 rubber. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> Menace, yeah. we need to go help Drell. I got this guy. On it. <laughs> walking down the stairs. <laughs> I love the. I would love the. Uh, I can, he's like, all you see is horns going up the stairs. Oh, you got the frog. Cool. It did it. She's like finally getting up, being completely out of breath, and being like, okay, give him a thumbs up and like turn right back down the stairs. <laughs> On initiative 20, the frog is going to try to break free, but is still being grabbed by the mage hand. And we're going to move to initiative 19, which is Menace, who has just no, come up the stairs. What do you do? He's in my regular hand. I'm not doing mage hand. I just used mage hand to grab him. So I'm oh, just going to. So I, I, I see Armos to go, 
got it and i just dash towards the balcony as i'm dashing i just drop my net to the ground and go armos use this ah! <laughs> and i just run towards the balcony with my dash action and that's my turn menace you go out onto the balcony where this tiefling was shooting arrows raining down arrows on you three and you look down and you're about 120 150 feet up in the air and there is an altar there that looks like is meant to be read from and preached from from this balcony that's what you get from that's like the focal point of, of this space i'm gonna go to initiative 13 drell what do you do oh man i'm in such a predicament because he's naked uh, and afraid and then Soli just shows up and god he can't let Soli die because you'll just never hear the end of it from Berthy. So he's like trying to, since he's not looking my direction, he's looking by the rocks. Would I be able to attack the uh, Revenger? Like, um, would it be like a surprise attack? You would have advantage because his back, you, you have yeah. your back to him. Yeah, sure. That's, that's what I was asking. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. This is just kind of what Drill would do. So he's he sees Soli and Berthy come in. He sees him trying to help, and Drell's just gonna go right back in, and he's gonna creep up behind the the Revenger, and he's going to attack with his short sword. All right, yeah, go ahead and try to make attack on him. First one's not one. Shout out advantage. Um, oh fucking okay. Drell is still really really shook and. He rolled an 11 for the second one. Uh, with a net one and an 11, you go to try to attack him from the back, but your sword just doesn't even do any damage to his, to his uh, metal armor. Okay, that's a lot better. The <laughs> second attack is a 27. My goodness. And that is going to be 10 points of damage. Um, can we say as a bonus action, I go into a rage? Sure. Great, you can absolutely I'm, get mad here. Yeah, so that's another two points of damage. Uh, so it's 12 total for my second attack. And then I yell to Berthy, any sort of healing or anything in that realm would be great. And um, he yells up to the where he thinks his friends are, just in that building, and he yells, guys, uh, any sort of help would be much appreciated. You just see horns and above the balcony and <laughs> I'm coming. You just see them like trot up the, the windows as he's like running up the Girl, as you yell up to Minus and yell to Berthy, you manage to find like a wound that you're able to exploit with a twenty seven and that's how you're able to deal damage, but you know you're just not dealing that much. It's only gonna yeah. take half damage. As you deal at six points of damage, we're going to move to initiative 10, which is the Revenger and Earthy and Sully. And the Revenger is now focused on the hill giant that looks at you and is going to still make an attack towards you with his fist. Wow. With a 32 to hit, he is going to slam his massive gauntlet down onto you, dealing, oh boy, 21 points of bludgeoning damage. Halved. Halved. Woo. Lucky for you. Woo. Oh my god. That's what I was making. You're gonna take okay. 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Wait, um, so you're telling me as a player that guy's got plus 12 to a fucking <laughs> attack? Plus 13. 
actually. Mm. Mm. Jesus Christ. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Oh, and then, uh, yeah, as Drell gets hit, he looks up at the guy and says, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs> he is then going to turn to Sully, and he's going to run towards him, and he's going to make another slam attack against him. With a 28 to hit, the, the Iron Knight punches uh, Sully right across the face, dealing 17 points of damage. And so he goes, ooh, ooh, and he's like fixing his jaw. Sully is then going to regain his composure and he's going to use his giant great club, which is pretty much just a tree trunk, and going to make two attacks against him. The first one is going to wildly miss as the second one gets grabbed. The Iron Knight is going to make a reaction and he's going to catch the giant tree trunk. You see that the Revenger catches the tree trunk and rips it out of Sully's hand and it throws it onto the floor. It goes, oh, stick. We're gonna move to Berthy. Berthy's like, oh no, oh, Drell's dead. Oh, he just asked for here. Oh no, there he is, wow. That was he had quite a while up there, but oh, hold on, let me see what I got here. And he's like looking through his satchel and he takes out a murky potion and he goes, ah, yeah, here you go. Just try not to drink the clumps. And he tosses over a a, po a health potion that looks expired. Yeah. Catch it. Mm -hmm. We're going to move to initiative four. Almost. I got a frog. You got a frog. All right. I see the net that Minus left on the ground, and I use it to tangle up and tie it so that uh, it's more of a like a kind of a bag I can put on my <laughs> my belt. <laughs> okay, how do you want to do this? How do I want to do this? Yeah, what because you're trying, you're holding on to a frog that is desperately trying to get away from you. Mm. So you're trying to also use Minus's net. Yes. This so, is a bit of a concentration. So what are you going to do? I'm going to leave the net on the ground, mm -hmm. put the frog in the net, and then scoop up the net from there. Like Santon Christmas. Give me a sleight of hand check. God. I said Dan a DC. Go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check of what you need to beat. So I have to do a sleight of hand check. Yes. To see if you can put a very slippery wriggling frog that you're trying to hold on to into a net. Yes. It's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> you go to put the frog in a net and as you go to wrap him up, he leaps away from you and he leaps 10 feet away. We are going to move to initiative 20, which is now the newly free frog as it's going to take 10 feet because it's feeling quite froggy. He goes and it goes as it leaps 10 feet away from you and then use the rest of its mood to get under the table. <laughs> We're going to move to initiative 19 minutes out on the balcony. I'm coming drill. And I use a dash action and jump off the balcony. Uh, how much do I fall? I fall 120 feet. Well, not in one turn. It would be I would fall 30 God, feet. I think. Um, right? Yes. I, I I go 20 feet off of the balcony and start falling 30 feet. Yes. Do I fall faster than I than uh, you would just normally move? No, everything falls at the same rate. This is stuff we learn in basic science. Man. That's what I thought. I just it's D and D world, okay? What D hits world. the ground faster, a pound of bricks or a pound of feathers? I fall thirty feet, and is there how, how far am I away from the ground? Uh, about ninety feet. Cool. You run and jump off the balcony, and you're <laughs> currently falling. The next part of hockey, I'm just falling now, and then hockey goes for an attack on this dang armored beast with an eighteen, uh, nineteen. Sorry, nineteen is 
going to miss as it's still scratching against its tough armor. We're going to move to initiative 13. Drell, as you are face to ass with this thing, as you are trying to exploit its wounds with your crude short sword. What are you doing? Okay. So cool. I think so. Drell looks up. He hears like a voice out in the distance and he looks up and he literally just sees Menace <laughs> jumping off like the top <laughs> of the wall. And I think it I think it probably gives him a little bit more motivation. And he is now going to attack recklessly against this nice. thing. Nice, nice. Oh, okay. Fuck. Okay, so the first one is a 17. That's gonna miss. Okay. And my second attack. Jesus, Drell's really not feeling it right. Oh my god. A 17 again. That is also going to miss. As the your crude short sword is just scathing across. It's like this thing fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I th think th yeah, that's it for right now. Oh wait, sorry. Hold on. Bonus action. I want to drink the oh, potion Sully gave Right. <laughs> you catch this potion that has clumps in it. Take a swig. And you make me a Constitution saving throw. DC 10. Okay, I, I literally get it with a nat one. Okay, 26. Okay. Go ahead and roll me uh, the effects of a superior healing potion. Oh, that feels so good. Uh, okay, so that is an additional uh, 18 points of healing. Ooh. All right, now it is the end of my turn. We're going to move to initiative 10, which is Sully, Berthy, and the Revenger. And the Revenger notices that you're trying to attack it from behind and is going to make an attack towards you as it makes another fist, as it slams down, getting a 22, healing 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, so is that halved? No, so you're gonna take 12 points of bludgeoning damage, halved. I am going to pop Stone's Endurance. Ooh. So even though it's a D12 plus five, I would just be perfectly okay with not taking this uh, damage so hey yeah so we're so that i i rolled the 12 so that's 17 total With so stone yeah. endurance for the first time his fist is stopped in place as you just embrace and take the punch as flames erupt from inside the suit of armor it is going to make another attack against you as it's now very confused of what just happened with a 21 to hit <laughs> dealing 24 damage half to 12. oh fuck <clears throat> Drell spits out a tooth. <laughs> Gets you with the cross uh, with the cross counter. As the Revenger is trying to wail on you, the Hill Giant is going to make an attack against it, trying to back you up. Uh, as it picks up its club, using half its movement to pick up its club and going to swing with a twenty-five and a twelve. The first one misses as he comes over his head with the giant tree dealing. Ooh. Nine points of bludgeoning damage to the Revenger. And then Berthy is going to take its uh, little, little hand crossbow. He's going to shoot. Ooh, it's a dirty 20. Wow, look at Berthy go. As he deals uh, five points of damage as he shoots a little arrow into the into his armor. Wow, these guys are coming in clutch. Wow, what do got? We're going to move to initiative for Armos. Ribbit. Ribbit. I'm getting that damn frog again. Uh, okay. I'll try to... I'll do my mage hand again. So you use your mage hand? Two. Two as the frog contests with a bold eight and dodges the mage hand and moves underneath the table still. What else are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna full move to it. 
something. You're standing, standing on top of the table. <laughs> <laughs> so it's under the table, right? It's under the table, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to move over there. Almost, don't you have something to help with this? Yeah, you. Get in here. Help me. No, no. I mean, I don't want warts. No. Minus free falling yep. through the sky. Woo! <laughs> so this you is go where we get into fall, math. Um, an additional 60 feet. So, yeah. So, since I chose to dash coming off, do I just follow that same velocity during my turn, but don't use an action to do it? You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, it's basic science we learned as a kid, right? No. Yeah, same science. <laughs> uh, so, I go down 50 feet and like five feet over, 10 feet over. How far am I going over? Rules of falling. Uh, oh, no. Uh, so the rule of falling is that when you fall, you instantly descend 500 that's feet. That's falling. He jumped off. Yeah. Same <laughs> when you're in the air, I would say. No. I'm going to say this turn that's you fall weird. to the ground. Yeah. Uh, it, there's no like solid rule on it. You fall to the ground. That you. Okay, but I, I can use an action before I fall, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. As you fall, you may take an action yes. this turn. So yes. as I'm falling, you hear... So you see Minish jump off. You hear him go... Drell, catch! And I want to throw my javelin towards Drell to catch with my action. You're going to use... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to make me... Uh... I'm trying to hit... I'm trying to, like, hit it, hit my target, you know what I mean? Like, above his head. Yeah, so you... Minus, you're going to roll to hit to see if you can land the javelin where you want it to go. And then Drell's going to okay. make me an athletics check to try to catch it. <sighs> Disadvantage? DC okay. 12. Okay. Reroll that. Uh, I got a 28 to hit the space above his head. So you see me just go, throw, catch. I throw the javelin, and just before Menace goes to hit the ground, I use a bonus action swarm to start floating. You're such a metagaming piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of like it's kind of like a roller coaster. So like my little sits catch me in like a curve, and I kind of (laughs) go into floating on the ground. These, as mysterious as they come, you see all these sit fly out of pockets and nooks and crannies of all this cracked stone within the fortress and they come out and they swoop you and cradle you as you levitate at the last possible moment. Drell, make me an athletic check to see if you catch the javelin. Oh my god, please. The javelin whizzes by uh. your head. <laughs> what did you roll? You rolled a nine. An eight or a nine. You're telling me within you're oh, telling me with man. how well he threw it. A nine doesn't catch it. Got an inspiration die? <laughs> So he threw it right on target. It was you. Yeah, he doesn't get advantage. No, absolutely (laughs) not. It's a cool moment. It's a very cool moment. It's technically kind of impossible to do, but it's a very cool moment. It's (laughs) D&D. I have have two empty luck point spots, but I'm pretty sure I burned all of them. You rested once you got into the, I mean, technically. Yeah, he said you got resting benefits. Oh. Coming out of the present. So you do have the luck points if you want to use them. Okay. Well, then, yes, I'm definitely going to use that. And that also means I have action surge. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to use a luck point to try to catch this javelin again. I'm going to use another luck point to try <laughs> to catch this javelin. In what world? That's two now ones in a row. Oh, my God. I'm going to use. <laughs> Can I know what the DC is, please? It's, just... it's 12. <laughs> Dude, and the thing is, I have a plus fucking eight to athletics. Yeah. So I, I literally have to roll a four or higher, and that's a 24. <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> yeah. 
felt like this was me trying to catch Minus, that frog. As you chuck this javelin in midair, you see Joel go, oh, oh, oh. he's like trying to catch it like <laughs> multiple times. Like, oh, I got it. <laughs> and you catch um, this javelin. You're like, oh, first try. And you you now have Minus's <laughs> javelin. Uh, as we go to initiative 13, Drell, with your new javelin that you just caught, um, what are you doing? I feel like, so as as this is all, this is, there's no other way that Drell sees this all happening um, than just complete slow-mo to the song, There Goes My Hero, as he looks at Menace by the Foo Fighters and catches the javelin <laughs> and then will go ahead and he will attack recklessly with the javelin on the on the guy so i'm going to attack recklessly that is a nat fucking 20 on the very first attack 17 damage for the first attack okay and i'm gonna take now my second attack that is a, a 20 flat a dirty 20 to hit that hits another 16 damage for my second attack okay uh then i am going to action surge because i got that while i was in jail <laughs> Ooh, a 27 to hit that hits okay uh, that's another 12 damage and then my last attack is going to be an 11. <laughs> that one misses oh so sad okay so you miss on the last attack drell you catch this hail mary of a throw of a javelin and you start going in on the revenge you're spitting it in and out you catch you're getting your your second wind back you're and you're stabbing at all the kinks of the armor trying to get underneath and you notice that the more you stab it, the more charged the javelin is getting. It's not damaged, but you notice that there's some like burn marks on it as you are dealing damage, but you know you're not dealing as much damage as you think you should be. Because mm -hmm. there's no yeah. blood being drawn from this thing. But you have its attention as we're gonna go to uh, initiative 10. Sully and the Revenger are going at it as, as Berthy's trying to stay behind and just shooting his crossbow bolts. The Revenger notices that you're you're getting like all of its weak spots and is going to mm -hmm. make an attack against you mm -hmm. with a 17 to hit. That misses. Ooh, he's wow. going to come down with his giant fist and slam it into the ground as he misses and you. And I am going to dodge roll and try to parry his attack. There it is. Um, With my reaction and poke him in the fucking face. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I always miss these. It's a... It's only a 17. With a 17, you manage to get it through its visor, but it doesn't connect to anything. You don't feel any resistance on the other side, and it does not look phased. With a second attack, he's going to come up, and he's going to try to strike at Sully. With a 29 to hit dealing, a whopping 22 points of damage to Sully. Sully takes a step back as he takes a wicked right hook, uh, and then... He's going to regain, and he's going to try to slam his great club back onto the knight with a miss, and he tries to hit him again, also missing as he seems kind of dazed from that right hook. Berthy is going to take another shot with his crossbow. With a nat one, his crossbow gets jammed, and he goes, ah, get, man, I hate this thing. He goes, yeah, and like the string snaps, the string goes, eh. and he's like, Sucking on his finger, trying to make it not hurt. And we're going to move to initiative four. Armos, way back up in the tower, looking underneath this long table full of probably very important documents as you were trying to catch this frog. Reginald is on the table trying to 
give you pointers on how to catch it. What are you yeah. doing? He can. Can he use Reginald to help him? Reginald's just kind of there for moral support. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna try to use my magic hand again. <laughs> Trying to grab him. Okay. Ribbit. Uh, so slide of hand. Ribbit. Yeah, slide of hand. An eight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, with a nat one, Reginald pokes his head down and goes, boo, and the frog turns around and then the mage head snatches him up. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, now I'll go uh, back over to where the net is. <laughs> Try this whole process again. <laughs> At this point, I'm like annoyed stomping back to the to the net <laughs> ribbit 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 the pale frog <laughs> ribbit on we go to initiative 20 as the frog is quite angry as it's being held again and being duped it's a very annoying croaks we're gonna go down to initiative 19 to floating menace levitating in the air watching mm -hmm. Drell, sully and berthy fight the revenger what are you doing uh, ba, 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 da. That's not metagaming, that's playing the playing game. Playing the game, uh huh? Yeah, fucking Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude turn into a frog. You fucking let Drell die. Just not how all this night was gonna go. <laughs> so I'm I I just don't even use my writhing tide anymore. I'm just like, thanks guys. Let's get <laughs> to it. <laughs> and I run over to this uh I run over to this big revenger and I'm gonna take two swings with my silvered rapiers. Okay. That's a nat 20 mm -hmm. and a Ooh. 24. Those are both going to yep, hit. And I will be taking a second, my bonus action attack with my offhand. And that one's going to be a 15. That one is going to miss as he deflects that one. Right. So that's going to be 13 damage with my rapiers and then my swarm and my mark. are going to hit it for another four points of damage. And then my hawk is going to attack for a nat 20. <laughs> hey, we take those. <laughs> and the hawk is going to hit for 15 points of magic slashing damage. So all those attacks land, except when you go in for the rapiers, he's going to use a reaction as he's taking the damage from your favorite foe and hockey. He's going to catch the rapiers um, and he's similar to missile catching. Doing, he's doing that with your swords. So he's going to roll 2d10 and try to reduce the damage. He reduces it by 17. He catches your rapiers in mid-action as you go to land that damage on him, and he takes one of them, and he's able to pry it from your hands and throws it down to the ground. Mean. Very mean. We're going to move to initiative 13, which is Drell. Drell, <laughs> you are now surrounded by allies. Beating down on this Iron Knight. It was so ruthlessly beating down on you. What are you doing? Uh, first, I look over to Menace. Um, one eye just completely swollen shut, cuts and bruises all over me, and I just go, Hey, Menace, glad you finally showed up. Where's Armos? <laughs> and then I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna continue to attack recklessly. Um, Upstairs, where's the dragon? <laughs> after I after I spit out some blood, um. My first attack is going to be a 25 to hit. Ooh. 
And so that is 13 damage on the first attack. And then my second attack is going to be a dirty 20. Okay. Those both hit. Um, and then that is only um, uh, 10 damage total on the second attack. You continue uh, stabbing into the weaknesses of the bomber. The more he's damaged, the more spots you find it uh, viable to hit him in where it's being uh, as effective as possible with the javelin. Mm -hmm. What else are you doing? Uh, spitting out some blood. End of turn. Nice. We're going to move to initiative 10. The Revenger sees that he's surrounded as he just throws uh, one of Minus's rapiers onto the floor. You see that air starts to inhale inside of him, and he's going to use his fog breath in a radius like he does before. Everybody needs to make a constitution saving throw of a DC 15. Dude, I've been rolling so bad recently. This is to be feared, right? Oh, thank God. No, uh, 17. Damage. <laughs> I passed. Ooh. Flying colors. Drell, what'd you get? 17. You passed. The two of you are going to take half damage. Thank God. Both of you are going to take 23 points of necrotic damage as the air is now suddenly filled with this dark foggy cloud that just comes out of his armor as the flames erupt inside of him. You can hear those engine noises. <laughs> Berthy and Sully both failed as they take 46 points of damage. Sully is like, <clears throat> you see Sully start choking and he's like down on one knee, but he's not down. Berthy inhales the smoke, drops. Mm. Um, so also after Trell uh, tries to cover his mouth and inhales, he looks back over at Minus and says, I'll see you later. And he drops as well. No. <laughs> Barbos. <laughs> yeah, for real. Cue the clown music, dude. Barbos, help. <laughs> as the cries for Armos over the cloud of death emits from the courtyard, we see Armos wrangling with a frog. Yeah. Okay, okay, wait. What if we do like a bunny knot with the net? No, Luke. Like, uh, right, so it's my loop, turn. Loop and pull. Yes, it is your turn. All right. I immediately shoot uh, uh, Reginald a look, glaring at him. And as I look back to the frog, my eyes are red as a, and a smirk comes on my face. I pull the frog in close and tell tell him you fucked with the wrong person while having magic Rip hand it. i walk to the edge of the clip uh the spot where he was standing initially shooting arrows at us i use magic hand to hold him way <laughs> up high over the everyone else that's uh down below as i sh you know how polymorph I works right yes mm. yes i do as I shoot him with Eldric Blast while up in the air, 30 feet away from the, the ledge. You're shooting him or you're shooting the knight? I'm shooting the frog. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, so if you, as soon as I hit him with the first poly, or the first bit of damage, it will untake him out of polymorph. He's going to fall uh, 150 feet and take that amount of damage. It's 1d6 per right? 10 feet of damage. Yeah, you're absolutely, yep, yeah. yes, you are right. Um, okay, so he'll take 1d6 <laughs> right? per Am 10 feet. No, you're right. I'm sick of fucking with this frog. <laughs> I can do so much more. <laughs> you, the mage hand flies out, 
over the courtyard <laughs> as the frog is like, ribbit, 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 ribbit. And you shoot it with an Elgic Blast. Because it's your mage hand, I'm not going to let you roll to hit. I'm going to say you hit with both of them because you have complete control of the situation. You're going to go ahead and roll for damage. Okay. Oh, automatic crit. I like it. Thanks, Tian. <laughs> so it should shoot him up 10 more feet every hit, by the way. Yes. Roll! <laughs> yeah, that was what... That's why I did Eldrick Blast does something for Drell rather than against so Drell. The first one did 10, Jesus. and then the second one did... Seven. <laughs> the frog hanging from the mage hand. The first Elgic Blast hits, knocking it back 10 feet. Upon impact, taking that 10 damage, turns back into the white tiefling. Getting hit with the second Elgic Blast. Gets launched up an additional 10 feet, taking seven points of damage as it begins to fall. And as he falls, he looks at you with his black pupils as he falls 150. He's going to take 1d6 per 10 feet, which is 15d6. Ow. As this white tiefling falls from the sky, he lands and creates a small crater for himself, dealing an additional 59 points of damage as he crashes onto the floor. And is not prone. He is not prone. Absolutely. It's probably not the right way to do it, but it's too fucking cool. Once I came up with the idea, I was like, you know what? It's gotta, it's gotta happen. The white tiefling falls and is knocked prone, receiving 59 points of damage. We're gonna move to initiative 20, which is the white tiefling, and he gets up. Using half of his movement, he gets up, and he cracks his neck, he cracks his shoulders, he stretches out, he rolls his shoulders back. And he looks up at you almost, and then he looks at the surroundings, and then he draws both of his rapiers because he no longer has his bow, and he is going to get into the fight. He's going to use the rest of his movement to climb up on top of the climb on top of the pedestal that's in the middle of the courtyard, the same pedestal, the same platform where the blood shard was that almost absorbed, and he's going to move there for his turn. We're going to move to initiative nineteen. Uh, menace. Hey. As you now see this pale tiefling joining the fight. Cool. <laughs> um, yes. I'm gonna pick my rapier back up and use a disengage action. Okay, perfect. Uh, uh, I guess I'm gonna go to the southwest corner of the map and I'm going to pet Sid and be like, Sid, save our buddy. And then I'm going to use Melora's Aura to Healing Word Drell for 11 points of health. So you're back up, buddy. You see Sid gather all of his holy energy as Armos is looking over the ledge like, oh, shit. Sid's going, me, me, me. And you are focusing on Drell through the necrotic, through the necrotic fog. And as the spell goes off, you see Sid fades as if the spell suddenly stops. You look over to the pale tiefling. And he goes, counter spell. Uh, that's where we're going to end today's session. No, Fuck off. No. No. Damn. No. Oh. Oh, man. You better oh, kill him quick, man. Armos. Oh. I started the episode the way I ended the episode. <laughs> Down on the so ground. Oh. Holy shit. I, I don't want to kill Drell, but he's a smart enemy, man. <laughs> He's not gonna. Ugh. Oh, fuck.
fuck. I think you need to take a take a step back. Let let Menace take a hit or something. <laughs> Can I at least give get my hawk action? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll pick up hockey in the next uh, session. <laughs> I mean, I was yeah yeah I was fine until the necrotic thing. I mean, everyone yeah. took that. Yeah. Everyone did take that. Um, well, except Armos, who was wrestling with a frog for <laughs> God knows how long. Oh, I'm man. here now, buddy. I'm here now. Drell, I'm sorry. We had an out for you in the beginning of the episode, but I don't know, man. <laughs> this You're in this fog now, dude. Uh, so the fog's... Uh, it's like a lasting ability. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a concentration okay. thing. Oh, okay. So for uh, staying in the fight with uh, low HP and stuff, I got an inspiration die, right? Isn't that how that works? <laughs> I think so. Huh? I don't know. What do you got? I'll tell you what. We'll <laughs> let the, um, you know, maybe we'll have a little vote. Maybe we'll have a little Patreon Friday poll. Should yeah. does, should Drell get an inspiration die with no information? We'll know. Should I get an inspiration die for my clever use of falling? I get out. You're gonna get out. I hate you, die. That's what you can die. Um, <laughs> oh, a negative die. Yes, because situations are quite dire, um, and decisions were made to combine essentially two separate boss fights together. I will give you guys each an inspiration die. Woo! Nice. And because almost playing tag um, with a frog <laughs> is just <laughs> great. It's just great all around. It's great fun. It's great humor. Uh, very Armos, you know. Yeah. Very almost great. It's wonderful. I mean, I, yeah, I love the way I was just like super annoyed with this, and I was just like, you know what, we gotta yeah. move yeah. this on. Oh, we got oh, so you many things to say about because it. You yeah. <laughs> not in the greatest yeah. situation. <laughs> Drell's blinking yeah. red on the floor right now. Beep, 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 beep. Like yep. he's he's not good. <laughs> I think you just should have said fuck the frog, <laughs> and then like you know, like we. Live to fight another day, but yeah. it was just like as like a player, it was just too funny to just yeah. like to let it go by. Yeah. Oh man, too good. This Never is... thought I'd be counterspelled so soon. <laughs> yep. Is counterspell a reaction? It is. Mm-hmm. Damn. If Wait. only like, we had like another person well, who no, could counterspell. No, I got something to say about it in the after show. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. You know how it is. We got to do the after show, but we're going to end today's yeah. session. Guys, thank you so much for joining us, hanging out with us. We appreciate it and can't wait to see you next week. Does anybody have anything before we close this out? Uh, No. If you are listening to this, Last of Us is probably over. Oh, it's going to be long over, yeah. Yeah. Yes, and you should... So we... Currently, we have one more episode this coming Sunday. The finale. And the finale. So be ready to talk about it in the Discord. Or if you haven't stopped by the Discord, come talk about yeah, it. I got to catch up. I haven't seen like the last four episodes. I'm two the episodes behind was, right now. Last yeah. one was, I can't believe they fit all that. I'm going to make, make it a little Sunday for myself. I'm gonna, I hope it rains. I'm going to make a nice cup of hot chocolate. I'm going to sit mm. in front of the TV. I watched three episodes of the last of us. Could be great. Way to do it. Yeah. Episode seven was for me the second best episode of the series. Ooh. I, I think the last one was almost perfect. Oh. I like that's third for me. That's really third for me. Really There's good. There's a lot really of fucking good symbolism in it. Like oh, a ton. If you go back and rewatch <laughs> it, you're like, oh, it's really good. Yeah. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Oh, wait, Troll, you can't say bye. You're dead. That's <laughs> true. Mean. Rude. And now it's time for the Patreon Shadows! First up, we got the Blood Shard Bandits. And the first member of the Blood Shard Bandits is Ulrich Shield Dust. Ulrich Shield Dust is still stuck in the freezing tundra of North Trillis. After recently escaping the cave of a dangerous snow monster, Ulrich requests that you hold all questions about the event until a later time. He's just not Yeti to talk about it. Next member is Benjamin Hayes. Graduated recently from the Sigi College, he is now a part of the Bloodshard Bandits. However, Benjamin's celebration and jubilation turned to dread as he was recently struck down by a member of the Red Dawn. But wait, there's hope. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. Our next member is Julius Kendrick, and Julius is still on the run. However, he is not hiding. Crimes have been reported of Kendrick's evil doings. The most recent report is that he recently slain someone, a recent college graduate of the Sigic College. How tragic. Our last Bloodshard Band member is Reigns, and he has been reported lost. Oh no! Recently, Reigns was last seen headed to North Trillis to go storm chasing. However, no one has heard from him in quite some time. The frozen tundra can be a harsh place, and certainly no place for Reigns. And now we're going to move on to our Sigic College alumni. And first up, we have Andrew Hall. Andrew is one of our newest members to the Sigic College. A bright, inspiring future lays ahead. But at what cost? Will Andrew use his powers for evil? Who knows? Too soon to tell. Next is Artemis, and Artemis is on patrol. With the recent discovery of Kemi Joe's new friends, Artemis eagerly awaits for the return of the Bloodshot Bandits. Although he has been spending way more time in the dorm room showers recently. For some reason, hmm. Anyway, next up is Robert Crisp, and Robert has done it. His new invention worked. Their most recent prototype did not explode when powering on. Hooray! Nearby towns and hamlets are safe for now. However, his new breakfast machine tends to overcook the eggs. And speaking of rotten eggs, it leads us to our last stage of college member, Saint Chaos. Chaos has been busy at the Tinkerer College pranking the alchemist students. Recently, he stole all the alchemist boiling flasks and replaced them with phonies. The student nurse has been quite busy. And now we're going to move on to Humbrae's heroes. First up is Alex Judge Dredd, most feared bounty hunter in Humbrea, and he's on a well-deserved vacation. Good for them. Next up is Angel the Ranger with their adorable Pitbull companion. Currently, they are patrolling the Riverwood Forest. Rumors say that the Koatoa sightings have increased over the last few months. Next up is Man with Glass, and he's currently missing. <gasps> Man with Stone has been listed as suspect number one. He must be found at all costs. Lastly, we have Sergio the Vagabond, Traveler, and Tavern Brawler. A recent bounty was placed on Sergio's head for fighting in a tavern. Some say it was out of self-defense, but one thing is for sure though, it was quite mysterious. And that's it for this week's shoutouts. If you would like to be added to this fabulous list, head over to our Patreon and find out more. Until next time, everybody, see ya.